today's episode on Christian Talk. Wanting people to love you for who you are. I've been seeing this statement, or quote, if I can say, at the bus stop, sometimes in commercials, or while I'm driving, I'll see it on a poster. People say it all the time. I want people to love me for who I am. But a lot of times, are we willing to show who we really are? Do we tell the truth about ourselves? Do we even know ourselves enough to tell people who we are? My question for everyone today is, why do you even love the people that you do? You know, as Christians, we should love no matter what. But you and I both know it's through the power of the Holy Spirit. You know that person that gets on your last living nerve consistently all the time for years? You and I both know it's the power of the Holy Spirit why we still love them and why we continue coming back. But that's why I fall in love with God all the time. He does what I cannot do. And he tells me this all the time. But listen, you want you don't want to miss this conversation. Today I'll be joined in this conversation with my brothers in Christ, Andre and Ricky. Listen, let's go ahead and talk about it before I spoil it. Spoil do a spoil. Well, hello, everyone. I'm your host, Melissa Richards. And today's episode that we're going to go through today is wanting people to love you, but not willing to share who you are. Can you imagine that? You want someone to love you and get to know you, but you don't want to tell them who you are. So a couple of words that come to my mind, things like intimacy, transparency, being honest. Can we do that? But today I have joining joining me is some real good friends that are going to have a great conversation regarding this big topic. And I think that everyone, including myself and, and obviously them, have a lot to learn from this conversation. So I'm going to let them introduce themselves. Ricky, you go first, man. You're the better yeah, looking one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not on camera, so. But yeah, <laughs> I'm Ricky Raymond. Um, it's a blessing to be back here again to talk about some um some some topics that are are real, real to our hearts and real to life, and I'm 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 looking forward to it. Yeah, man. Thanks, um, Melissa, for the invite. Um, again, I'm Andre Anderson, and I'm just so excited to be here uh, with you uh, again. The last time we had these conversations, I left feeling just so blessed, and I'm glad that we're able to do Amen. this again. Yeah. Thank you. I honestly, there's a lot that I'm learning from everyone, right? And 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 I don't want to ever think that there's a time where I'm I know it all. Because mm-hmm. as we have these conversations, God is just blessing me with more information. And when I think about this topic about wanting people to to know me and love me for who I am, it's very important for me to understand there's a job for me to do if I want people to love me or to even know me for who they are, yeah. for who I am. I have to be, I have to learn this word called transparency, intimacy. And yeah. let me, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't understand that word when I was a lot younger. I just thought if you see me, you should love me. <laughs> if you yeah. if you knew my name, you should just accept me for who I am, warts and all, problems and all, just because who I am. But that's as you grow in life, if you live more than like 20 years, you should get the understanding that's just not the way life works. Yeah, but you know what, though? Um, it's hard, right? And as I... As I think about who we are on this podcast today, all of us are black. I don't know if your listeners know that yet, uh, Melissa, but now they will. We're, am I, we're all, am we're I all black? black. Did you say uh, I was black? Yeah, sure, I, black? I did. Okay. As a social construct, absolutely, <laughs> yes, you are. And and here's here's the reality. Um, 
in a time like this where Black Lives Matter and people are advocating for rights, I mean, we also have the Me Too movement, um, LGBTQ, um, I think AI, I hope I didn't miss anything. I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but there's a lot of different people groups who have been marginalized and discriminated against. And the reality is sometimes it's hard for you to come out and be yourself because before you even come out, somebody has already stereotyped you and made you to be somebody that they want you to be so that they can subjugate you. Now, the challenge with that is, is that we all grow up um, hearing people say, be yourself, be the best you can be. But what does that mean? I would argue that most people don't necessarily mean that at all. What they mean is be the best you as long as it doesn't infringe on what I want you to be. Yes. If, you know, even when we think about um, uh, love, right? When somebody says, I take all of you, what does that mean? <laughs> all of you, all of you, or all of you, the best of you. Oh, so well, we, we, we haven't necessarily been raised in an, in an environment where it's okay to be yourself. I think that most of us are mannequins and comfortable oh. in it because we've 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 been raised, um, culturized in a world that accepts you as long as you fit the stereotype or the mold that they would like to see you um, become. And it's uh, and I agree with that a hundred percent. And you know, a lot of times where people they're growing up not knowing themselves, they're trying to become some something that they think everyone wants them to be. So instead of sharing who they really are, they end up, they, they try to study what they think you, they, that you want them to be right. So they get their friends and then they start studying them to see what do they like? And that's who I'm going to mimic. And that's where it's so important. It's done so commonly now that people don't, they don't know themselves anymore. So when you say to someone, get to know who you are, Right. And love who you are because you, you you're you have the opportunity to be the best you. No one else could be you. It sounds strange to someone because they're scared if you know we've all been hurt. So we're scared to let people to know let people know who we are. You know, it's it, it, um I Melissa, that's a good point. And it's interesting because I, I remember once I went on vacation with my wife to a place which shall not be named. <laughs> and um <laughs> and, uh, and uh, I, I remember it was a it, it was a different country, right? I, I live in Canada right now. And what happened was I would go to the people and I would, it was a big tourist area. And I would say, you know, you know, like, what do you guys eat? What do you, you know, what's your, what's your culture? And they would constantly say, well, what do you want to eat? And mm-hmm. I said, no, you know, what do you guys do around here? You know, what do you do for fun? And what can I see? And they said, what, what do you want to see? And mm-hmm. it's like their identity was so defined by what, by what I wanted. Yeah. That forget who they were. That it's almost like their culture and the things that they have didn't possess value to them even yeah. though the value was there for me and I was trying to bring it out. And, and, yeah. and in, in that same vein for us, sometimes what we don't do, we don't see the value in ourselves. We think that huh. what we have is not valuable enough for, 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 yeah. for, for, for the world. You know, um, my, my yeah. mom will tell you, my mom grew up poor and she said she didn't know she was poor until she, until she left where she lived. She grew up happy. Right. right? Yeah. But once that comparison comes in, we look at somebody else, then, the, yeah. then, then our, our joy is affected by the other person and we forget our own value. But here's the thing, Ricky, um, and I agree with you 100%, especially as we we go places as tourists. They have learned that if I want to make money, I must become who you need me to be. Because whether wow. you're there for seven to 10 business days or for two full weeks, if I want you to keep coming back to me, 
as the one that's providing a service, I must become what you need me to be. And here's the reality. You may go into that place as a vacationer and ask them for something that you've seen on television or on the internet. And the reality is they know exactly what you need because they understand the culture there. Mm -hmm. Now, the challenge is, what is it about being transparent and uniquely ourselves that the world is uncomfortable with? Because the truth is, black and white is important, right? It's it's on right. the hue, but it's the colors in between that create the nuances that mm. help you to appreciate the value of black and white. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I, I, I wanted to piggyback off of you, and I'm trying to turn it a little bit, where I say, yeah. you know, when you're a boss and you have power, mm-hmm. right? People no longer, they're not trying to um, show who they are. They, right. They're just like, what do you want of me? Like, yeah, let, yeah, forget yeah. who, forget who I am. What do yeah. you want? How do you want me to sit? How do you want yeah. me to dress? And I'm going to do exactly what you want me to do. So you can give me one, keep my job or give me some of your power <laughs> or, yeah. you know, and it's the funniest thing that I'm sure we all experience this and, and where I'm, I, I would say what they say, go against the grain. No, I, I love me. I think that I have a lot to uh, offer. I think yeah. that I'm okay I, along the lines of doing my job. But at yeah. the same time, people of power find that if you are going to show who you are, some people, they don't like that. That's yeah. not what I'm looking for. That's not what I, I expect of you. I'm expecting you to give me what I'm looking for, not who you are. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 and, you know, and, and that, that, it, it is a good point because, because sometimes, and, and here's the thing, I realize I've realized in life that pleasing everybody is an impossibility, right? Yeah. It, it, it is a dog chasing its tail, right? That's right. And, and, and what happens is, again, for me, it comes around to the value that you bring. If I'm working at a place, right, and I've had opportunities to work at some different places, if I'm working at a place, th- there may be somebody who might look at you, you know, in one way or the other. But once they realize yeah. what you bring to the table, and sometimes I think mm. we, are, we are so um, quick to please that, that it mm. diminishes the, the reason for being there, right? So yeah, if, if, yeah. if I'm the project manager on a project, I'm doing a project, I don't yeah. need everybody to repeat everything that I say because <laughs> then I can just do it myself. That's right. right. Yeah. What I need yeah. is that each person brings that unique perspective. But what happens yeah. is that we, we in ourselves, you, you see what happens when, when, when in our topic we're talking about wanting people to love us is yeah. that in many times what we do is we don't give them the opportunity to, like, to, to wow. love us. Right? To get to know so, you. So, so yeah. we, have, we have made a determination, or even I, yeah. I make a determination that this yeah. person won't dot, dot, dot. Therefore, I will not dot, dot, dot. Yeah. And what we have yeah. essentially done is removed that person's choice. We're so afraid wow. of the rejection that we don't present yeah. them with the opportunity for acceptance. But here's the thing, Ricky. And you know what? I, I agree with you. And now let me push it a little bit further. Because here's what I also know that part of the reason why I believe there are so many different broken relationships is we keep trying to push people into circles of friendships that would never work if people were authentically themselves. Because here's the thing, even though God is calling us to love everyone, I don't think he's calling us to have the same level of intimacy, of relationship with everyone. So if you like um, squares and I like circles, That's okay. There's a bunch of people 
who are more than willing, right, to do circles and squares with me and or you. Now, here's the challenge, especially when we look at the book of James, right? When we look at James, this is one of the core issues because in chapter two of James, um, we realize that there's a problem with this church setting. And the problem with the church setting is, is that there's a man or at least one man or maybe many different men that walk into the assembly with fine clothes and rings. Now, the problem is it's church. And somehow we have elevated in the context of worship someone not based on their character, but their external. And in this world that we live in, and we're always talking about the global market. Let me tell you, the global market, the capital market, even communism on some level is killing the world because at the end of the day, we should be elevating people based on their character and not the fancy clothes, not the fitted suits, not the the, the A-line dresses, not the hairstyles. All of these different things only perpetuate and reinforce why we don't accept people for who they are. Yeah. So can I ask the question regarding all of this? Yeah. Is it is it fair to say that we just don't know how to appreciate? That we don't know how to appreciate other people for who they are? That sometimes that we have a persona where people are, we, we walk and talk to the point where they're saying, I have to live a certain way. I have to act a certain way. I have to be a certain way for you to appreciate me. That we have such a, a negative thought about who we are that we don't want to present it to share it with someone to say, they're going to love me for who I am. Is that um, a fair question? It, 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 it's interesting because um, it, like the Bible tells us that that, 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 that that there is no there is no temptation that's not common among men, right? That that what we go through, other people go through it, and yeah. and, and, and there's a thing in our mind that that looks at us. We get up in the morning, and we look at the mirror, and we think that we are the only person who has this issue. We are the only person who has this fault. And when yeah. we go out and we meet people, sometimes we are afraid to say it. Because we feel like nobody, nobody will understand. It's just me. I, I, I mean, I'll tell you a personal story. Ten years ago, <laughs> yeah. ten years ago, I, I, I was diagnosed with Crohn's disease. If you don't know what mm. that is, you can look it up. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. I remember when I was initially getting sick. Um, it was just I didn't know what was going on, and you know, lots of other stuff was going on in my life, and and um, and and, and what happened? And what you remember, right? And and what I happened am. was. I, you know, I had to, you know, I had to take time off work and everything. And after I started yeah. to recover, yeah. so many people came to me and said, "You know, I know somebody who had this. You know, um, you know that right. I yeah. had the same symptoms." And I remember thinking to myself, "If someone had just come to me and yeah. just tell me that at the time, I would feel better about my. I felt like I was the only person going through that. But then I, wow. I, I realized that a part of that also was because I didn't tell anybody. How could yeah. they approach me? If they didn't yeah. know, I no. yeah. they expect people to to kind of subliminally understand, right? right? But then it, it it's reciprocal, right? I can't love you if you don't love me, but it's also vice versa. Wow. But it's the homes that we belong to, right, Ricky? Um, all of us, and it didn't start with our parents' home or their parents' home. This is an ongoing issue. And I mean, even when we look at it in the Bible, we see that there are many situations where what we might say is an easy decision. It's not an easy decision. Why? Because I have to navigate through a bunch of politics. Mm -hmm. And politics is killing the world. Let me just say that out loud. 
Uh, and I'm not saying that there are not moments where you have to be politically correct, especially when you're in a strange space. But why do we still have politics in the relationships that are closest to us? Oh, I can't say that to so-and-so because if I say that, I'm going to ruffle their fe- feathers. Oh, I can't say that to so-and-so because they're going to be upset and they won't talk to me. Fine. Let the chips fall where, where they, they fall. Because at the end of the day, here's what I think God is looking for. People who are authentically themselves, even at the cost of friendships, because they are now laying the framework for others who may not be as strong within themselves to now say, okay, well, if that's how so-and-so is, and they're happy with themselves, they may not have a million friends, but they sure do look happy. Let me go ahead and let me try that as well. And it's not about introvert, extrovert. It's about understanding who you are. Yeah. And you guys bring up a, a good points where you're saying that uh, if people, if you, Ricky, if you had come out, people could have related to you or even given you the advice if they have, to- if, if you told them that you're going through that. But I think what happens is why people don't want to share themselves because in this world, we make it a, like, if you have problems, do you, you dare not talk about it? If you know, you went through a divorce, don't talk about it. You lost a job, don't dare talk about it. You got into an argument and a fight, don't talk about it. Don't yeah, share yeah. it. How do, but if I don't share it, how do I how can you tell me if where I went wrong or right? Yeah. Right? And, and, and yeah. No problem. Go ahead. No, no, no. And, and um the, the the thing is and I kinda of find especially in the world today. I'm sorry to cut you off, Melissa. This this you know, the no, online block, the online thing, you know, delays, you know, things <laughs> and all these technical things. Um but, but, but what but what happens is is that the way we live today, we yeah. we equate love with compliance. Oh right? yeah. Say that. So what, Say that. So, so what happens is is that so I want your advice, Melissa, but I want the advice that I want. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I'm looking so, for your advice for real. But, but, but <laughs> is, is, is your friend so so you know like you know I remember when when I when I was growing up, no one you know your friends would come and say you know we're gonna do fill in the blanks, right? And 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 you know that you're not supposed to do that. Yeah. And, and you would say to your friends, you know, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the world that we live in today, you, somebody will say, well, you don't love me because you, you you're not with me. Whereas yeah. whereas your true friend will say, you know, you're not supposed to do that, and I'm not going with you if you go. Yeah. Right, yeah. And, and what happens is we've gotten so used to people pandering to what we think is right and not giving yeah. us real, tangible answers, answers that will actually affect us. That 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 we, we fall into a trap of just expecting people to expecting love to equal to compliance. If you don't agree with me, and then when when you meet somebody you know who may genuinely right. want, want want what's best for you, and they're giving you the proper advice, right? Yeah, and, yeah. I like the proper advice. You know, like, and we are Christians here talk, talking about... It's objective. Right? But, but, then, but then the proper advice in the sense that there, there is a tangible result to be gained from following that advice. Right? And, 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 and there's no personal gain. Right. And there's no personal right. gain to you. Yeah. Right. They give us the advice, but because it's not what we expected, our response yeah. now is, is, is the response that, that negates that advice. And we say, well, you don't love me. And then we tell people you don't love me. And then it becomes a spiral where in, in essence, that is, that is what Jesus does, right? Jesus tells us the hard truth so that it would lead us to a better place. A hundred percent. And I, I, everyone will ask me, how come you're not scared to tell your history or where you're coming from? And I said, it's my history that I'm getting my healing from when I talk about it. So when I'm doing a sermon, I remember someone said to me, you had to tell everyone that you had five children. I'm like, 
but I, but I do <laughs> like, why would I hide that? That is who I am. I have five children. Oh, you had, did you show your, your tattoo? Yes. But I, ha- I didn't show it. It, 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 my, I'm wearing a short sleeve. My, it pokes out. So um, no, it doesn't poke out. It stands all the way out. You know what? Anyway, <laughs> but that's, but that's where I'm at. And you know, it, it's a reminder where I'm coming from and God still chose me. God still wanted me. And so I'm at a point where Jesus said, when Jesus came and Jesus wasn't in his ministry, he was going to everyone that where everyone else wasn't going. The Pharisees, they're like, no, you can't talk to these people. Yeah. It's like, but why not? Why not? Yeah. And, and because Jesus was willing to listen and to understand, they were telling Jesus everything, everything. There was no, and that's where God wants us to be. He doesn't want us to be hiding our errors, hiding. He wants us to use those as testimonies to tell people, you know what? I fell and God still loved me anyways and picked me up and brushed me off and allowed me to continue to walk. And I think if we have more examples of this and and we're willing to share what's going on in our lives, not everything, I'm not saying everything, but I'm saying if we just talk about our experiences with people, learn to be transparent, learn to be intimate with people, people will understand that God is always in the midst of that. That is part of our healing process. We are not perfect. And I think because we're trying to portray that we're perfect, everyone hides who they really are. And here's the thing. They're hiding because nobody told them that it was okay to think differently. That's right. You know, and of course, before we started going live on on this broadcast, I was saying um, to us, I, I hope you guys remember this at least, how important teachers are. Yes. Right. Teachers um, are not just educating information, but teachers are helping individuals to process how they come to conclusions. Wow. You know, like when we were in when we were in school, um, bed mass and when we were learning how to do algebra and all that other stuff, um, some some students, um, they knew the answer right away. Boom. There's the answer. But they would only get one out of five on the answer. Wow. Uh, there's another student who may not have gotten the right answer, but they understood how to show their work and they would yeah. get four out of five on the answer. What's the difference? The right answer or the process? I would argue that the process is greater than what the answer is. Yeah. And the truth is, people are not going to be able to become their true selves unless people help them to see the value that they add to the world because of who they are that way. And here's the challenge. Right now, we have a lot of cookie-cutting people. We have a whole bunch of people that want it all be the same, but we're beginning to see the gaps. When we look at the marketplace, when we look at the economy, all of a sudden, there was a flooding of the market towards engineering, flooding towards teachers, et cetera. Every single time somebody of influence now says, this is where I believe the world should go, everybody moves in that direction. And what they forget is we can't all be the same. That's right. And if we are all the same, it's to the detriment of the blind spots that we don't see because we're not authentically ourselves. That's right. And um, you know, and obviously, I have a comment with my 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 um my my my, my daily <laughs> mathematical example. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tell but, us, um, tell us. Yeah. But, but, so, so, so my daughter now is is doing her math or whatever, and 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 yeah. she asked me, you know, listen, I've done math, you know, mm-hmm. engineering, whatever. I've done, you know, all all the stuff. So. She comes to me with her book and she goes, you know, Dad, how you do it? How do you do this? And I'm like, okay, you know, this is how you do it. And she's like, no, I can't do it that way, because this is how the teacher wants me to do it, right? This is the method. And I'm thinking to myself, no, but the answer is right. And she's like, no, no, because you have to do it this way. And, yeah. And it makes me just think because 
when I, when I was growing up again, I grew, <laughs> I grew up in Jamaica, so it's yeah, yeah. It's, there's a lot of cultural differences. But I remember a teacher mm-hmm. told me this. Couldn't tell. He said, he said to me, when you're doing the math equation, I'm mm-hmm. teaching you the way that it's done, but the way that it's done is more of a suggestion. Because right. if you can come up with a more efficient way of doing it and show that it works all the time, yes, that's the new method. Because it's you see, right now, right now we're in a, we're in a stage where people are being taught how to think. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right? Not, yeah. Not, not not to think, but you're being taught every step of the process of how to think. Whereas, that's right. Whereas we what w- what we need to aspire to is that we get into a situation where we know what the answer is, and yeah. we have a creative way of getting there. Geniuses yeah. are born because they solve the same problem in a new yeah. and better way. But if you only need to right. learn how to do it the same way, we're missing the process. You will never improve, right? Yeah. And, and, yeah. and I and I kind of find that. In, with, with us in terms of in terms of dealing with people and our relationships and, and everything yeah. it is like we are we have been taught to deal with different people in different one two three yeah. everybody like yeah. this is like this everybody like this is like this everybody like this is like this and how many times you know we heard the phrase don't judge a book by the cover yeah but then but, but, but then we still look at that book right and yeah. say well i don't like it or i do like it yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, and and as we're wrapping up, I just wanted to go around one more time and I just want us to let people know it's really important for us to be who we are. And we have to be willing if we want to have intimate conversations with someone or have intimate relationships, God calls calls us to have relationships, authentic relationships, real relationships, loving relationships. And if we're not willing to share, if we're not willing to be transparent or and honest, honesty is the key. If we're not willing to do that, then we're going to get the same results all the time. Fake relationships, uh, fake living for what people want and not living our true authentic lives. So this podcast is there. We're encouraging people to learn to, to be willing to share. Not, I'm not telling you to go share with every and anyone, but in re- relationships, I've been um, in a friendship for like five years and this person will never open, open herself, love her anyway. But this is the thing. I get it. We've been hurt. We've all been hurt. So if you're in it for the long, you wait, even if it's 10 years, be the example, be willing to share, be willing to let people know it's okay for you to say that you fell before we've all fell before, but some just act like they, they haven't. So I'm going to ask each one, one of you before we close up to just help someone when they're listening to this podcast, understand the importance of being willing to share, being intimate, transparent, honest, to, to have a successful relationship. Yeah, and, and, and you know, the, and I know we're wrapping up, but I just want to say this. Our okay. conversation is, is double faceted. The first thing is, and, and, and we should aspire to be the place where, where we are the one that's mature, right? Where we understand that when someone comes, we take them as they are and we deal with them as such. The love that flows from us will understand where that person is. But that same love that flows from us will understand that not everyone is willing to accept where we are. And we yeah. should deal with it as such, right? Because once we have that level of maturity, we'll understand that people look at us through different lenses, right? Yeah. And, and, and because of that, we are being more understanding, we'll, we'll be able to change that lens, right? Instead of turning that person away. Because, you know, as, as, as the saying goes, the best way to get rid of an enemy is to make them a friend. Yeah. Wow. You, know, you know, it's interesting, um, Melissa, and again, thanks for, for having me on. We're, we're grateful uh, to be on this podcast. You know, I like colors. I, I like colors. As a matter of fact, in my office, you guys can see behind, I've got a colorful picture. Yes. And every single color enhances the photo. 
And here's the challenge that we'll all have to overcome. And the truth is nobody's going to walk us through this journey. Yeah. And so the and so the truth is we all have to pull up our big boy and our, our big girl pants and get over it. The reality is if you don't fit the picture, you don't have to stay on the palette. You that's have to right. be courageous enough to say, I don't think I fit this, this, this thing that's in your office, Pastor. I'm going to go somewhere else, not necessarily because I need to be celebrated somewhere else, but because I find that I fit in there. Yeah, and right. I think that the thing that God is trying to show us is we can be different and be friends and yet have a different level of intimacy depending on where we fit in. And so I want to try this thing. Is this okay with you, Melissa? Sure. You asked us if we could do it the last time. I was rehearsing it. I was rehearsing <laughs> it, so I want to try it. So All you know right. that this is 1031, right? That's what I'm talking about. Okay. 1031. 1031. Whatever we do, whatever we eat, whatever we drink, let's do it all to the glory of God. Whew. Always wanted to Amen. do that. Amen. <laughs> yeah. No, I appreciate it. Amen. Thank you for that. And we'll see you guys next time. And I appreciate you. And you'll see it here all on Christian Talk.